Welcome to the Fearless Vampire Podcast. I'm on a heartfelt mission through the art of conversation and storytelling to inspire women to pursue their creative entrepreneurial journey with reckless abandon. I'm your host, Taylor, a six-figure photographer and business coach based in Colorado. I'm a right-brain mompreneur to two toddler boys, devoted deep conversation holder, and your personal alpaca cuddle liaison. My hope is that you leave our time together feeling empowered and energized to build your dream life. Learn more at fearlessvampire.com. Marketing is the foundation of growth for business, but how we market ourselves, now that is an incredibly loaded question. Today on the Fearless Vampire Podcast, I'm hosting a one-on-one mentoring call with Katie Pay, and we are going to talk about how to grow and get busy with bookings. Katie, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay, Katie, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Where do you hail from? You're a photographer. Tell us a little bit about your journey into photography and entrepreneurship. So again, my name is Katie. I am from central New York. And I started diving into photography um, just starting two years ago. I actually did photography when I was in high school, then, you know, went to college and started life and kind of dropped off of the photography end of it. And then I just saw a bunch of people doing photography that I knew. And I was like, wow, I used to do that. I can do that. (laughs) So um, I uh, talked with one of my friends who's a photographer and she's kind of been my mentor, kind of getting me up and running. And I really fell in love with it, Um, being behind the camera and capturing moments in people's lives have really lifted me up and it just fuels my soul and makes my heart so happy. So yeah, so that's really my photography journey. I do mainly weddings and then just a mix of things in between family sessions, senior sessions, things like that. So yeah, I'm excited to excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So are you, is this your full-time job then, Katie? No. Um, I currently work as a team leader in a call center for a bank. And my ultimate goal would be to do photography full-time. Um, I do have two French bulldogs that have an Instagram. So they're kind of like, that's my other little side hustle is my kids trying to make them famous. So <laughs> I love it. You're little fur babies. I love it. What what are their names? Captain and Morgan. <gasps> Stop it, Captain and Morgan. That's did you teach them how to lift their leg with with, with uh, a drink in hand? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's adorable. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm I'm really excited to to jump in on this. Because whenever I asked you, Katie, what you would want to chat about, you said, how do I grow and become busy with bookings? And that's a super loaded question, but I think that there's a few different directions we can take this and we'll just kind of see what happens organically. So you said that you love weddings. Tell me, tell me about weddings. What, what is it about weddings that really light you up? The excitement working with both sides, um, because I do a lot of second shooting as well. So I get the taste of working with the bride and then also a little bit of working the groom, you know, working with the groom side as well. So I just, I love seeing the excitement with the people. I love love. 
So I love to capture the love between two people. So throughout the whole day, you know, a wedding, working a wedding doesn't seem like I'm working. You know, it's just the phases throughout the day and just being able to capture all those really amazing moments, not just between the bride and groom, but between the families as well. That was so beautifully said. Are you married? Yes. Okay. So you've gone through the whole wedding day process and, you know, or at least like your version of, of your, your wedding day. What was that like? Well, we were a 2020 COVID wedding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So originally we had, you know, the big wedding planned, but there were, you know, some events in my life on top of COVID that kind of had us scale back and do something um, much smaller. And it ended up being amazing. So, you know, I love weddings, but I also really love elopements, um, something more on the smaller scale as well. So, um, yeah, so our wedding day wasn't like the typical day that I'm used to shooting. But, um, yeah, the more intimate, intimate parts of it is what I really like. Awesome. So I'm, I'm asking these questions because I'm kind of I'm kind of building up to something here. So first things first, Katie, the fastest way to kind of build your client base and grow as a photographer is by defining a niche. And it, it sounds like it could be kind of limiting, but actually defining a niche is really liberating. Like, you know exactly who you're talking to. You know exactly how to price yourself. You know exactly what your marketing plan is going to look like because you know exactly who it's for. And so like out of the gate, I mean, your, your, um, your work is beautiful. Like your, your photography is gorgeous. There's no doubt about that, but there is very little direction, at least on your website of like who you are, who you're speaking to and why I should be here. And so one of my first suggestions would be to get super clear on your niche. And you've already said you love weddings. You love the connection between Um, the couple, you love getting to be there, like serving, like, I think a lot of, especially female photographers, we, we really do have that servant's heart. And that's one of the reasons that we are kind of drawn to weddings for, for a lot of us, for a lot of people, it's families. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go in photography, of course, but I think a lot of people who really genuinely do love weddings, it's because we do love that getting to be a support system for people on their wedding day. And that's why I asked what your wedding day was like. Was it big and crazy with 300 people or was it more intimate and calm and grounding of an experience? And so I would really encourage you because whenever I go to your, um, your portfolio page, it's wonderful. But right from the drop down, I see weddings, couples, families, casual, which I'm not sure what casual is. And then littles, which I can kind of piece together what that is. And so I know, as a, especially when we're starting out, there's this desire to showcase everything we're capable of doing. But there's a book called The, the Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. And she talks about how exclusivity is really important. One, in our lives, like as far as like gathering with friends and stuff and hosting parties. But in business, being exclusive is really beautiful because people feel like they belong there. And so if I were like a bride, uh, which I have been in, in the past, I would want to see 
why you're the person that I need to be with on my wedding day, because it's a really intimate position, right? Like you're there when they're half naked, you're there when they're full naked, you're there when they're, you know, having these intimate moments with their parents and their siblings and their significant others. Like why, why would you be the person that I need to have there? And the excitement that I just heard in your voice when you were talking about weddings is the reason, like that's why you would be the person that I want there but that doesn't come through on your website. So tell me about like, how does that sit with you as far as finding a niche? How does that feel? Does it feel liberating? Does it feel intimidating or daunting? Well, it kind of does feel a little bit of all the above in a way, but Mm -hmm. now that I've kind of been in it, um, you know, in photography, you know, that totally makes sense how, you know, I want to showcase my work. However, that makes a lot of sense to kind of narrow it down and just have basically, if I want to do more weddings, elopements, then that's what my website should showcase. So that definitely makes sense. And I did update my website. However, it's still how it looks now. It's just updated the the pictures. <laughs> Right. And I mean, oh my gosh, your pictures are freaking beautiful, Katie. Like you have, you have more than enough work than you would need to just specialize in weddings on your website. And it's, it's, it's a really scary thing to really niche down and go, okay, like these are my people. I think like it's, 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 it's hard to say no, but also, I mean, your, your work is beautiful. It's stunning. And one of the things that I want you to to know is that people will pay, like people want to pay more for someone who specializes as opposed to kind of like a jack of all trades, which we've all been there. Like we all kind of start our career off and like trying a million different things just so we can figure out what fills our cup. But people get really excited to work with somebody who specializes because it shows like, oh, you've done this, you've been there. And for a lot of couples, They've never gone through this before. They've never been married. They've never planned a wedding. And so to have somebody who's, I've done it, I've been there, got married, planned a wedding, and I go to all these other weddings, like they like that feeling of security and guidance and trust, really. I mean, it's all about building trust with your client. And so I think the the first step to growing and getting really busy and busy is relative, right? Like your busy might look different from my busy might look different from Jane Doe's, you know, busy honing in on that niche and serving them really well is where the magic really starts to pick up and where you really start to see bookings coming in consistently. And, and I, again, a lot of it starts with building that, that trust with your clients and you build that trust through the imagery, of course, but also through one thing that's really missing on your site, that copy, what you say to them, how you story tell. That was something that I noticed wasn't on your page. And so I would love to encourage you, Katie, to like get a journal and just like light your favorite candle and get a cup of tea or coffee and just sit and write down, why do I want to do this? Why is it couples? What is it about couples? What is it about the wedding day? And why am I the person who needs to be there with them and just write it all down and then figure out a way to get that on the website. Because that basically marketing yourself is simply storytelling. It's people have been marketing themselves for decades and decades and decades and millennia. And sometimes it gets overcomplicated by like, Oh, is this picture right? Or is this graphic right? Or is this messaging? But all it comes down to is storytelling. 
And so if you can just storytell on your website and social media, you're already leagues ahead of a lot of other people once you're really clear on that messaging. Okay. Yeah, I was going through and um, updating like the pictures on my website and everything. And I, I know there's things missing or something that I need to do to it to give it that, you know, that look like, like you're saying, like, this is who I want to have type of type of thing. Like, but on the other hand, it's like, oh, I want to show off this work. I want to show everything off. But now just, you know, this conversation is definitely making me understand and realize more that wanting to go in that direction of weddings and couples, it needs to showcase on my website more, you know, more narrowed down. So that helps a lot. (laughs) Right. And honestly, Katie, I I think a lot of us, um, you know, we're behind the camera for a reason. Like we prefer to just be like back behind the camera, but people are going to book you because of you. They're going to fall in love with your work because it's beautiful, but they're going to hire you because of who you are. There is no award-winning photo that could get somebody to book you more than just you showing up as yourself. You know, like we obviously as photographers get so focused on the image and creating the image and creating the perfect image, but people want to work with you because of who you are and because of your story and what you're bringing to the table. And so I really encourage you to, to get that out there on your social media and on your website. One of the other things that I did notice, I was over on your investment page. And so There's a couple of things that I, very strong beliefs I have about investment pages. I am a firm believer that having your pricing on your website builds immense trust with people. Not only that, but it also increases your booking rate. Now, what does that mean? We book 98% of the people that reach out to us because they have all the information that they need. Now that would go down drastically if we didn't have our pricing because I studied my Google analytics long enough to know people go to our homepage, the very next page they go to is our investment page. Before they look at the, pro- the, the portfolio, before they look at who we are, they go to the investment page. And if there's no information there, they leave. But if there's information there, they will keep looking on the website because a budget's not a bad thing, right? Like people... Everybody's got a budget. Sometimes it's $10 billion. Sometimes it's 50 bucks, whatever. There's nothing wrong with having a budget. But if you don't have your prices on your website, and there's obviously two different camps, right? Like there's people who are like, provide value by not putting your pricing on and give them this guide that's 15 pages long. And that's one way of doing it. But for me and for how quickly I want things to move with my couples and the trust that I want to build, I just put them out there. I don't care who sees it. I don't care if other photographers see it. I don't care if my mom sees it. It's out there for the people who need it. And I I would encourage you if it's if it's in alignment with your with your business in doing that, putting your prices out there and there's other ways to build value than giving them an extra step. Does does that make sense? How does that feel? Yeah, that uh that definitely makes sense. I've heard both ends like how you know, if you don't have your pricing, that will that potentially could pull people in to at least start a conversation with them and then build up to that. But then there's the other end too, like you just said. Um, so it's it's interesting, like to think, you know, I guess thinking that way of putting the pricing on there will attract people 
and will, you know, have people continue to look longer at your work and consider it more than nothing. (laughs) Right, right. And I mean, I kind of come from the mentality of if I have to ask, I can't afford it, whether or not it's true, I'll never know because I'll never reach out. But as like putting yourself in the in the shoes of a potential couple, they've got a billion options. I mean, we are not like, you know, we're not unaware of that, that there's a lot of photographers out there. And so for me, adding one extra step just felt really unnecessary when they could go, awesome, all the information's here. We know we're ready to book. Like, let's schedule a call, whatever, send them a check. We're just ready to go. It, it puts the power back in the couple's hand of making the decision versus putting it in my hands of like, I don't know. I feel like maybe this is my own money block. I feel like there's a lot of shame around it. If I send them the pricing and they're like, well, we can't afford it, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just feels like I would be shaming somebody if I was like, here's my pricing. And I know you've already reached out, but just having it out there for them to look at on their own accord, it puts the power in their hands of like, okay, yes, we can make this decision. Yes, we can move forward with this person. Now let's schedule a call with them. So I'm just a firm believer in like transparent business, which I know not everybody wants to have their pricing out there for reasons I don't understand, but I know people who like don't do it. But for me, I know like Katie, you've got, you've got two dogs, you have a stepson, you have a marriage, you're also working. Like it kind of goes almost like, do you have time to respond to inquiries that have no interest in booking if you're simply not in their budget? It's again, not a bad thing. Everybody has a budget as they should, but do you have time to reach out to all these people to send them a pricing guide if there's not a chance that they'll be able to to book, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. It's hard. Pricing yeah. is hard. One of the other things that I noticed on your investment page is something that I I wanted to point out. How do I want to phrase this? To grow, because that's what your that, that that's what your goal is, right? To grow and to get more bookings, you want to add value and not point out what you don't offer or don't do. So there's there's a, a section, um, do, you, do I have to order prints through you? Um, you do not need to order prints through me. This is not something I currently offer. Do you have a second shooter? I do not. That's why I'm focusing. So instead of saying I do not, um, those are kind of not negative words, but I think that wording it a little differently, like, do I have to order prints through you? No, I offer complete freedom in where you order prints. I want you to order them wherever makes, you know, wherever makes you happy. You're going to have like, this is what you're going to get, whether they get the full high res photos or whatever. You don't have to put like, I don't offer it, but you could offer. I mean, like your, your website's on, where do you host your, your, your images currently? Uh, Pixie set. Pixie set. So you can totally offer prints. Like you can set up a print shop and never touch it again. Like they just order it through Pixie Set, done. You never have to touch it. You just kind of scrape your your little bit off the top. I did um, start doing the the print side. That's like very recent that I started doing that. So that's awesome. So I, th- I think just kind of eliminating more some of those negative words. Like, do you have a second shooter? You can put like, listen. I love community, but I love working solo or whatever it is. Like I thrive when I can work solo and I really love to focus on the intimate connection between me and you as the couple. And I really love focusing on intimate weddings Um, because of that reason, you know, at, at this time I'm, 
I just prefer to work by myself. But if it's really important to you that I have a second shooter, I have a great community of photographers that I can reach out to, you know, something like that, where there's not just this like, nope, do not. And I think just changing a little bit on this page to again, adding value versus taking away from that experience would be really, really beneficial. Just looking at a couple of the other things that you have on here. Yeah, I think that's awesome. D750. I shot with a D750 for forever. (laughs) And I saw that you're a Nikon shooter. I remember when I first started following you and it was just like, it seems like there's very far and few people that shoot Nikon these days. I don't get it. I love Nikon. <laughs> well, and it's funny. I um like growing up, like when I was younger, you know, just, you know, bringing my camera going out with friends. I had a Canon, like little digital ca- camera and I always had Canon. But then when it came time to get a new camera and, and dive into this side, I, I went with Nikon. My wedding photographer is a Nikon shooter. So I kind of did a little mentoring with her. So I think that's probably why I jumped into Nikon. But everybody, pretty much everybody that I've worked with is either Canon or Sony. And it's like, oh, I want to have someone that has Nikon, you know? I know. I love Nikon. I'll, I'll, I'll be totally honest. The only reason I picked up a Nikon was because one of my friends in college said that he had a whole bunch of lenses. And if I got a Nikon body, I could use any of his lenses. So I was like, okay. But I mean, it's, it's, it's like learning a foreign language. Like once you get settled on, I, I can do anything with a Nikon. Somebody hands me a Canon. I'm like, what do I do with it? I don't yeah. know what to do with it. So it's really hard to make that switch. But yeah, I love that you shoot Nikon. Yeah. One of the other things, Katie, that I did notice, we've, we've talked a lot about like connecting to your dream client. I think one of like a really great way to do that is on social media storytelling, whether it's the people in the image or your story. I think that that would be really great. Your Instagram is beautiful. Um, but I would love to see more of the story behind the image. Um, whether it was how you created it, what the session was like, what you loved about the couple. I think again, marketing is simply storytelling. And so I think that if you added in some more of that storytelling, both on your social media, but also in a blog, because I I saw that that you didn't have a blog on your website, and I'm sure that's probably something you're working on. And it's a very daunting task to start a blog. But that storytelling, I think, is going to be really incredible for you and for the people who are really excited to work with you. Because having a blog is like having... I say like having a blog and having reels on your Instagram or like having little commercials for your business. Like it's a great glimpse into what you offer and what you value as a business owner. And people really get a taste of that whenever they can go to your blog and read through some of your stories and obviously see more images. And then on your social media, it's a great like little commercial to to represent your business and people get a really good taste of what it's like to work with you. Okay. Yeah. And well, I know like with posting on Instagram, it's, it's so hard. Cause I don't know, like just trying to think of what grabs people's attention besides the photo. You know, I see, I see both, you know, just looking at other photographers and you know, what other people are doing. And it's like, no, not to compare what they're doing to what I'm doing, but it's like, all right, well, some people do that. They talk about the image and then some people just throw, just talk about something random. I guess I'll have to give that side of it a try. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I think as creatives, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have like this great Instagram post or this great like curated. And sometimes it's just like throwing darts at a wall and hoping either something sticks or that it connects with the right person. I just started posting. I actually took a couple months off of posting, uh, which was really nice. But I had a couple people reach out about my most recent post. They were like, oh my gosh, I connected so much to that. And I'm like, really? I was just talking about like how my son, like my three-year-old dropped the F-bomb because we like moved his snacks to a different cabinet so he couldn't eat snacks all day. That was so funny. Yeah. People are like, I love that. But we get so many couples who book us because they feel like they know who we are as a couple and as parents and as entrepreneurs and where our values lie. And they really feel connected to that. And it's not because I posted like, book with us, we're booking up fast, like only two more spots. It was, they were just like, God, we just, we felt like we knew you guys and your kids and they send our kids Christmas gifts and they send treats for our alpacas to eat. Like they just, it's just this like invitation into our life, this little glimpse and invitation and people love it. And our, our couples really connect to us on, on that level because again, they're hiring us because of who we are. And yes, of course they, they love the images, but they want to know who the person is behind the camera and what they're share, share more about uh, captain and Morgan. People are like, your people are going to connect with you because of your love for, for, for your French bulldogs. Yeah. That's the other thing too, that I think about is how I can share more about myself to, so people can get to know me better Um, That was like one of the things I did was like my profile picture used to be my logo, but then I changed it to a picture of me because then people can connect, you know, put a face to it. So that's another thing like I've been thinking about is how I can, you know, show myself or have people connect with me more or, you know, tell more about myself on there. Um, I know some people like just do stories and they talk all the time about things on stories and like, eh, I mean, I'm not like all about doing that. I'm not against it, but just trying to figure out a way that I can do that as well. Yeah. So what's something that feels, what, what is something that you feel like you could do in the next like three days? That would be a little piece of like sharing a little glimpse into your life, whether it's on the website or on your social media, what would be, what would be something that would feel totally manageable to do in the next three days? Probably some sort of story, just like an Instagram story. Cause I do that with my kids' Instagram. Like, you know, I'm, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, no, it's, it's, it's so much easier to talk about everybody other than yourself, including <laughs> your, your, your pets. It's so much yeah. easier to talk about everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think like how I, do that with them. You know, I put stories about them, about what they're doing, like, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, well, what can I do? So I think I could start with some sort of story of incorporating the new year and I don't know, something about myself or <laughs> starting that, I love that connection, I guess, of putting myself. You could even out. share it. You could even share about your uh, goals, Katie, for 2023. Like, I would love to work with. 20 couples or however many weddings it is that you want to book by your, you know, book for your business. And people love those vulnerable, not 
And it's, it's not even vulnerable to share your goals for the year. I mean, for some people it is, but people love getting a glimpse into what your goals are and what's motivating you and what, um, what you want to make happen. And I think as a community of just human beings, we, we like to encourage other people in their goals. And if a couple saw that and they were like, oh my gosh, she still has spots available. Like, let's reach out and see, see if this is our person. I think, I think even something as simple as that, our like best performing post of the year was our 2022 recap of like what we did, what we didn't do, what we said yes to, what we said no to financially, what we invested in. People just love seeing other people meet their goals and see what's on their on their radar for the year. Okay. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? Do you have do you have any any questions? I think, well, real quick, I think getting a blog up, Katie, would be a really great investment of your time because that's gonna really drive a lot of organic traffic to your website, that search engine optimization. Google loves blogs. It's going to be a great place for you to storytell about other people. And I think that that's really going to lead to growth too. Like I waited way too long to start a blog and then I did and my business took off because Google couldn't find anything. Google can't find your website if there's no text on it for it to find. Like it can kind of read, Google spiders can kind of read images, but it needs copy to read as well. It needs text to read. So it needs to know what you're about, who you're serving and how to pair you with your dream client and how to pair them with you. Um, Not just Google, but you know, any search engine, um, whether it's Pinterest, Google, Bing, I don't know if Bing is still around or if that's actually an energy drink that I just made up. But, <laughs> but I think, but um, having a blog is really going to drive a lot more traffic to your website and it's going to give people an opportunity to connect with you as an, as a creator, as a photographer, and just as an, as a human being. I think I can manage to start doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on this call with me today. I, I super appreciate you being here and taking the time to Talk about growth. Growth is so hard, but man, once you once you lay that foundation, it just picks up so quickly. Yeah, yeah, I definitely appreciate you uh, you doing this for other people as well. When I saw that, I was like, oh, how exciting! And then I was like, wait a minute, am I gonna like? Did this already get crazy filled up already, or do I have a chance of of doing this? And then we're like, yeah, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh yay, that makes me so happy. It's it's funny because I I'm always looking for more content that people actually want to listen to. And every time I post on social media, like, what do you guys want to hear? Like I never like I'll I'll get like two answers. But mm-hmm. then I thought, well, you know what? I need content for the podcast. I love talking with people about business and like giving snippets of, you know, information so that you can go execute on. And I, as soon as I posted about a podcast interview, I was shocked because there were like 20 people who reached out and I was like, awesome. So yeah, it was, it was definitely, this is definitely a direction I'll probably keep, keep going in because it seemed to be really, really exciting for people. But I, I, I'm so glad we got to have this conversation, Katie. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love connecting with, you know, photographers. And I think I found you originally on TikTok, which I was so like, (gasps) I was so like- You might be the first person ever to find- (laughs) I just started on TikTok this year. (laughs) I wasn't against TikTok. I just didn't want to get sucked in. 
because I was already so involved on Instagram. I was like, no, no, TikTok, no. And then my friends were like, just do it. (laughs) And I was like, well, I mean, I probably can get some, you know, it could probably help me out with photography and stuff. So that's how I found you. And then, of course, I went on Instagram and followed you there too. And so it's really like, it's really cool to, you know, talk to someone like you because you're, you know, you're amazing and you're like a big shot. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but I super appreciate you saying that. And thank you for letting me know it was TikTok because man, I, I feel way out of my, out of my comfort zone on TikTok. So every time I get on, I'm like, Oh, I'm not 12 years old, but I have to do this. So, but now I'm actually enjoying it a little bit, but yeah, that's really great to know. So, well, thank you so much, Katie. And thank you all of our listeners for being here. We're going to put in the show notes how you can reach out to Katie, where you can find her, her website, social media. And we'll see you next time on the Fearless Vampire Podcast. Take care.